Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Tony from King, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Adam Wakeman from Headspace and Ozzy Osbourne's band, currently on tour with the, the Mighty Sabs. Uh, you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, it's Jack Osborne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Tommy Corfettis, drummer for Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, what the hell's going on? This is Zach Wall from Black Label Society and the Ozzy Osbourne Band. And we're all doing a hang, throwing back some cold ones, and we're talking metal. Take it easy. Hey, this is Blasco from Ozzy Osbourne and Zach Sabbath, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hello, this is Tony Iommi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. guys on today's episode we're going to continue our coverage of the rock carnival which took place in new jersey september 30th through october 2nd but before we get into the rock carnival coverage i want to remind you we have a new hotline and so far i've received one message only which which kind of bums me out and it was kind of a negative message I might play it because it's somewhat funny but uh i'm looking for more messages and if i can get four or five voicemails. I'm going to string them all together and play them on the podcast and respond to them on the podcast. So if you have a song you want to hear, do it in form of a voicemail message. Let me know what you want to hear and we'll play it. If you have a complaint about the show, if you want to tell me the show is cool, if you want to comment on a recent interview, if you want to help me with questions for upcoming interviews, you can do that by leaving me a message at the number I'm about to give you. Uh, you got a question for Don Dockin. Looks like I might be interviewing him. Leave me a message, and maybe I'll ask Don that question. Okay? Got a request? Leave me a message. Just got a general comment or just want to say hi? Leave me a message. Here's the number. 973 
757-1917. That's 973-757-1917. One last time, 973-757-1917. That's a New Jersey number, so obviously if you're if you're calling from Australia, it's probably going to cost some money. Um, I, I don't know what long distance rates are, long distance rates are nowadays. But there, there you go. So do it anyways, even if it costs a, a little money. I want to hear it from you. All right. So that's my pitch for the phone number. It'll also be listed in today's show notes on talkingmetal.com. All right. Call the hotline, guys. Leave a message. All right. So right now we're going to get into rock carnival coverage. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. We have a fun episode for you today. It's uh, the second episode of many where we will be going over everything that happened at the Rock Carnival in New Jersey. I'll set it up a little bit for you. Um, the The guy in... There's this one promoter guy. He's actually been on the show. I forgot his name, but... He throws this festival, the good folks at Adrenaline PR, you know, Metal Maria's company do a lot of uh, work on the festival too. And this is kind of, I'd almost, it's the second rock carnival, but it's, uh, it was, uh, it, it was almost like the third one for me. And I'll explain why about a year ago, they had the first rock carnival in, I believe Clark, New Jersey, which was right by my house, you know, 15, 20 minutes from my house. Then, I believe it was back in May, the same folks uh, threw a massive festival outside of Albany, New York, in the middle of what seemed like nowhere to me. And my wife and I, Emily, we drove up for that, and it was called the Rock Derby. And so within a year, we've had these three festivals. And this one that we're covering today, Rock Carnival, um, I guess I'd call it Rock Carnival number two, or three, depending on if you're including the Rock Derby or not. It was back in New Jersey, and it was uh, oh, it was about an hour, 20-minute drive from my house down by what we call the Jersey Shore in uh, right outside of Point Pleasant in a town called Lakewood in a minor league baseball stadium, which was really big for minor league baseball stadium. I forgot the name of the team that play, plays there, but uh, they're a Philly, Philadelphia farm team. And it was great. It was great. The bands were great. We got some great interviews. What was not great is the was the weather. I mean, I got down there on Friday night, and it just poured rain. And two bands that I was totally psyched to see, King and Zach Wilds, Zach Sabbath, which is Zach playing Sabbath cover, cover songs, which is just incredible. Zach is amazing if you've ever, you know, when he, he's amazing, period, but he's awesomely amazing when he does, uh, 
Sabbath cover tunes. And so, yeah, they canceled both of these bands. And first we're going to get into an interview with Tony from King. And at this point, Friday afternoon when I interviewed Tony, it was still unclear whether or not King were going to play. Um, so you'll you'll hear us talk about that. And he was, uh, I think, says he had his fingers crossed that they would be playing. So we're going to hear from Tony, and then a little bit later we'll hear once again a, a guy who's been on the show many times, Blasco, Ozzy Osbourne's bassist, who is currently the bassist in Zach Sabbath, will be joining us. So here we go. A little, uh, a little King music. This is going back a number of years. This is Electric Halo. And then that'll be followed by my interview with Tony, the bassist in King. This is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and we are here with Tony Castaneda of the band King. A uh, very wet day in New Jersey here for the Rock Carnival. Welcome to New Jersey, Tony. Good to be here, man. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to seeing your set tonight. It uh, is currently raining. Hopefully, it'll stop by the time you guys go on. But let's talk about the tour. You're out on the road with Clutch and Zach Sabbath right now. How are things going? Uh, so far, so good, man. Um, as you said, it's raining here. We're hoping that the show will go on. We're waiting on word patiently for that. Uh, this would be our second show. Our first show was in Buffalo, New York a couple of days ago, and it was amazing. It was sold out. Uh, great vibes. Uh, we've been we've toured with uh, Black Label before. We've toured with Clutch a few times before. So it's a very uh, 
awesome family atmosphere and uh i, I can't wait man i just it's just so awesome to be on this tour with, with two bands that are just awesome you know so i think we fit right in and it's going to be a great great tour yeah i was going to say i think the three bands together are just a really good fit and probably a lot of uh uh, mutual fans of the band and the audience who like all three bands we have found that yeah and also fans who don't know who we are which is awesome right. you know we love that because all, you always want new fans so uh but yeah there's a lot of familiar faces a lot of people you know coming out to see us and you know excited about the new album and uh it's it's great it's a cool feeling let's talk about that uh, a number of years back uh you guys were on the podcast and you had the album burn the burn the serum right which i think jim rota james rota worked on but you have a new record coming out next week tell us all about it the name who you're working with on this record uh the album's coming out uh next week i believe on october 7th and it's entitled breathe in the water and it was produced by a machine who is uh, well known for producing albums with uh, clutch and also Lamb of God, to name a few. And uh, it was a great experience. We recorded on the outskirts of uh, Austin, Texas, in Dripping Springs, to be exact. And uh, it was a really interesting process because we were just in a barn uh, for six weeks and just, you know, cranking stuff out. And uh, it was <laughs> it was pretty cool. It's a pretty cool experience. And how would you compare the sound of this record to the last record? Um, you know, it's it's I, it, I guess in, on this record we had less... Um, input from the powers that be so to speak you know so we were we were very much allowed to do what we wanted to do uh without outside influence and that's the way any artist i think likes to work you know and uh, we were we were uh um fortunate enough to have that work for us and uh yeah you know i, th I think uh the album has a lot of uh a lot of angst a lot of uh you know you know uh, a lot of sad stuff a lot of angry stuff and and uh mixed in with uh just the, the the heaviness of the music and the uh, the bluesiness that we're known to be as well. So it's it's great. And when you record the record, I mean, to me, I listened to you guys, and it has a very organic feel to the the sound of the recording. Uh, do you record live in the studio, or do you go in individually and lay your tracks down? How does the actual recording process work? Well, we record we record um, for the most part. We do everything live, um, and then mainly for drum purposes. And then so we basically make the drums or scratch tracks or, or everything else becomes a scratch, tra a scratch track. And then we go in there and kind of refine the sound, you know, to, to better get a grip on the on the riffs and, and uh, you know, more in your face. Because it's uh, it's 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 a it's a very old school process to do, you know, the live recordings. I mean, personally, I love doing them. But when you're working with producers, they like to work a certain way. And in this case, it was a little bit of both. So uh, it, it turned out great, you know, so. Uh, we're really happy with the result. And gear-wise, do you use the same gear in the studio as you do live? Yes, yes. We use, um, Eddie uses the equipment he uses live. I use the equipment that uh, I use live, which is which is, which is Ampeg. I use an Ampeg 810 um, with a uh, 2 Pro um, amp, which they, I don't think they make anymore. It's got a very, like, a gritty, heavy, warm tone. Um, Geezer Butler has been known to use it from Black Sabbath, and that's actually the reason why I picked it up, and it was really hard to find. And once I did, you know, I just started dialing it in, and uh, that's how we got the uh, the tone for that. And Pep is also using, you know, D-Drum Kit, and, and uh, I think I think it sounds great. We're really happy with the way it came out. Awesome. And you mentioned Geezer Butler. Who else was an influence on you growing up as a bass player? Oh, man, there's so many. Uh, I would say uh, Steve Harris is one. Um, uh, Chris Squire from Yes, definitely a badass. 
Um, but I mean, you know, the list goes on and on, you know, um, geez, uh, uh, Jack Bruce is another one. So I, 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 I love all the old school bass players. That's what influenced me the most, but those are the, the main ones. Nice. Well, we wish you luck with the show tonight. Hopefully it's going to happen. The rain is coming down, fingers crossed. And uh, good luck with the rest of the tour. We encourage the Talking Metal listeners to pick up the new album, Breathe, Breathe in the Water by King, and catch them on tour with Clutch and Zach Sabbath. Tony, thanks so much. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. All right, Tony. Well, if you play, I'll get some pictures of you guys cool. when you're awesome, on stage, man. so yeah. I hope it happens. Fingers crossed, like you yeah. said, man. Okay. So. Good luck.
track by King here on Talking Metal. Support King. Go get that new record on iTunes or buy the CD on Amazon using our Amazon links on TalkingMetal.com. Fun band, King. Glad that they were back. Uh, They came back here on Talking Metal. Uh, Tony's actually first interview here on Talking Metal. Bummed again they didn't get to play. That first uh, night I had uh, a bunch of interviews scheduled. One was with the band Clutch. Now they canceled their interview and I was told that they uh, had canceled their set too. But then they, at some point, I guess when the wind died down, they decided that Clutch would play and Neil, even from the stage, said, you know, three hours ago they told me the show was canceled. And he goes, an hour ago they said you're playing. So Clutch put on a great set. We were absolutely drenched as we watched them. And, uh, you know, I was bummed they had to cancel the interview. But uh, I guess they figured they weren't going to be leaving the hotel. And then at the last minute got to sign the, the call that they were playing. Again, Zach Sabbath and King canceled because of the high winds and rain um, in the first episode of, of rock carnival coverage that i did this is like the second one you heard alice cooper's band they they played alice cooper's band played and it was really all the bands were canceled friday except for three it was blue oyster cult played clutch and twisted uh, no no and alice cooper twisted sister was the next night so blue oyster cult Clutch and Alice Cooper all played. All the other bands were canceled, and it was really coming down. And the reason the bands were canceled was not only the rain, but, you know, when you're right near the the ocean there. And, I mean, when I say near, it was a couple miles. It was probably, you know, 10 miles from the ocean, but still close enough. You get those high winds, and I think that's what they were worried about um, with having bands in the late afternoon early evening play and i guess the wind died down a little and they had alice go on and clutch and blue oyster cult i i I will tell you obviously the weather hurt attendance you know at the last rock carnival there was probably fifty thousand people nowhere close to that at this at this one i mean honestly way, way 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 less uh guessing like under 5,000, but that's just a total guess. I, I, I don't know. And, uh, that Friday night, it was probably way less than that just cause the weather was so bad. Friday, September 30th was the opening night of the festival. When I recorded these two interviews, you just heard Tony from King. And now let's hear from our man Blasco with Zach Sabbath. Ozzy Osbourne's bassist, Blasco, here on Talking Metal. We'll get into a little Ozzy Osbourne off the Scream album. This is called Time. And then we'll follow that with my interview with Blasco.
Hey, it's Mark Striegel of the Talking Metal Podcast, and we are here at the Rock Carnival with Blasco, currently on tour with Zach Sabbath, and your set has just been killed for tonight, Blasco. <laughs> yes, it has. We've been here since, uh, well, we've been here all day, and then, um, but it was, it was one of those things, right? You've been around, you know, you go around long enough, and you're like, oh, this show totally is not happening. You know what I mean? All day long. And they're just, they're just like, oh, oh no, we have to wait till like, you know, three. And then they're like, oh, we have to wait till five. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just like the prolonged agony yeah. of uh, the inevitable. Right. Well, it's not only the rain, it's the wind, right? It's correct. It, it, from my uh, assessment, they, um, they weren't prepared for, for rain, for yeah. wetness. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it was just windy, you'd be fine. Yeah. You know? Because um, it doesn't seem like it's the type of wind that would blow a stage over, as you you know you've seen or whatever. I don't think it's that, but uh, it's it's the it's the wind and the rain and the fact that the stages aren't covered properly to because you know, all the gear would get ruined. Yeah, sure. Well, let's talk about what you're uh, what you're doing right now. You're out in the road with Zach Sabbath, and I know that's something you've done for a number of years. But is this the first official tour? This is the first official tour. So the origin of Zack Sabbath was uh, a European tour called Metal All-Stars, okay. which, um, uh, which basically what it was is there was a backing band and then different singers came up and played like two or three of their hits, right? So it was like Joey Belladonna and, uh, and Udo Dirkschneider and, and um, a couple other dudes that I can't remember. But, right. and, and then... Um, Oh, like Max Cavalera and, and stuff, and then Zach, and so, so I was in I was in Zach's backing band, and she, you know he wanted to just do like uh, Sabbath songs. Yeah, I was like great, you know, cool, whatever, and um, and so we did that, and then I think in the midst of the tour, I was like, oh, oh you know, it'd be funny to do this for real, and then we could call it like Zach Sabbath or whatever, and, and we just laughed about it, and then I called my buddy. At, graphic designer guy and i was like hey man like design me like a master of reality logo but like you put zach instead of black or whatever and he sent it over to me and and zach like he was just like oh that's it and then that's when it started (laughs) and and then um and then we got home and then um we did like another one of those metal all-stars things but it was like only like two shows right and then we did like uh we did a show in la at the roxy kind of impromptu thing and then it just and then and we got Joey in the band, and we did a couple of other gigs, and then yeah, and then um, this this Clutch tour came up, and uh, you know I've known those dudes forever, you know what I mean, and um, and uh, and stuff, and it was just something that they totally got and thought would be cool, you know, to bring out, and uh, and stuff. So we our first show was um, uh, two days ago, and uh, we started off in um, uh, Buffalo, New York, and um, and stuff. So today would have been the second show. Right. But um, because it was us and Clutch back to back on that on that second stage, but um, uh, so I guess it's not happening. <laughs> so. And just to, it, I think it's obvious. Uh, I mean, you basically explained it's all Sabbath covers, right? Correct. Yeah. So for people that don't know, right, it is it is me and Zach and Joey, who's the drummer in Queens of the Stone Age and Eagles of Death Metal for years, um, and we do our renditions of sabbath songs so power trio um super heavy sabbath songs right yeah cool. and zach's known for his extended jams i'm sure he so, you get so, a lot of the yes so for instance uh our our version of war pigs at the buffalo show was 12 and a half minutes <laughs> 
Very cool. And uh, you're staying busy with the manager work still? Correct. So I manage Zach as well. So here, here, you know, here we are doing business and rocking at the same time. And then uh, Butcher Babies is on tour with Megadeth right now. Um, Black Veil Brides is making a record right now. Um, Zach's doing this. And uh, Devil Driver is on tour with Hatebreed right now. Um, stuff. So, um, yeah, everything's, uh, you know, the year's wrapping up nicely, you know, and everyone's staying busy. So, Very cool. And on the Aussie front, any news that... You know, we know Ozzy's obviously out there. The final, final shows of the real Black Sabbath. Any, any, any inside information on uh, a solo album? He, and nothing other than what he's already said in the press, right? right? So, so he seems to be hinting at his uh, continued enthusiasm to want to to do that. You know, because he was like, "Oh well, like Sabbath stopping, but I'm not stopping." You know, and um, so. Uh, so we'll see, but I anticipate that something will start to brew when he's sort of, uh, you know, kind of come down and ha- had some time to, uh, you know, acclimate at being at home for a minute. And then he'll probably want to, you know, go back in and start to whip up some songs and see where that goes, you know. Cool. And I, I imagine it would be the same band as last time or you have no idea probably at this point. I have no idea, man. You know, I mean, um, you, you know, we just uh, we, you know, keep our fingers crossed and hope all is good, you know, and stuff. So um, but uh, yeah, I don't have any any word other than, of course, Ozzy's in Ozzy's band. <laughs> right on. So, uh, yeah, we're bummed that you guys are not playing tonight. Uh, yeah that, yeah that sucks because i was really looking forward to uh, seeing the set tonight but um, best of luck to you and thanks uh, as always for checking in with us on talking metal <laughs> thanks mark appreciate it
song right there fairies wear boots by ozzy osbourne that is of course an old black sabbath classic and that there is ozzy doing it with his solo band that was a bonus uh, track on the scream record from 2010 i'm assuming that's blasco on bass on that one it's got to be right i mean it was a ozzy osbourne band live 2010 bonus track yeah so Ozzy Osbourne and Blasco on the bass on that one, covering Sabbath. You can catch Blasco covering Sabbath with Zach Sabbath, the Sabbath tribute band that's currently out on the road featuring Zach on guitar. And I believe the drummer's name is Joey Castillo, I believe is his last name. He was uh, with Queens of the Stone Age for years, and he also did the tour with Glenn Hughes uh, and Andrew Watt for uh, California Breed, the band California Breed, insanely good record. Joey is not on the record. On the Jason Bonham's the drummer on the record, but I know he did that tour. He's done a ton of stuff, Joey. So, uh, yeah, check out Zach Sabbath. They're on tour with King and Clutch. I mean, God, I want to see that. I, I, I was looking over the dates. I don't know if... I'm going to be able to go to any of the shows, but that just that's that's my kind of freaking concert. Clutch, Zach Sabbath, and King. Wow, that sounds like a great and fun night. And bummed that uh, I got to that I didn't get to see King or Zach Sabbath at the Rock Carnival. I did, however, get to see Clutch. I'll post a couple pictures in today's show notes of Clutch playing in the rain. There you go, guys. Stay tuned for more coverage from the Rock Carnival. My name is Mark Striegel. Remember to call our hotline. The hotline number is listed in today's show notes. 
It's 973-757-1917. Again, 1-973-757-1917. Leave us a message today. Leave us a request via voicemail by calling that number. I will play it. Leave us a comment about recent interviews that you liked. Leave me questions for upcoming interviews, such as Don Dockin and uh, Doro Pesh, I believe we're going to interview. So, yeah, send me your, your ideas. Send me your criticism. Send me your positivity, and I will play them on the podcast, 973-757-1917. That's a New Jersey number. All right, guys, have a good night. We will talk to you, or good day, or whatever it happens to be when you're listening to this. I will talk to you soon. The Rock Carnival coverage continues in just a day or two with another episode of Rock Carnival uh, interviews and, and music later.